The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, some of you would have seen a video circulating on social media showing a young girl being abused on an empty bus. And while it happened in the UK, it's led to this outpouring of women sharing their own stories about feeling unsafe on public transport here. Neve Maher is with me now. Neve is the creative director with Journal Media and a regular contributor uh, on this show. Neve, I know you have your own experience uh, from a few years ago uh, on, on public transport on a bus. Can you talk us through what happened? Yeah, absolutely, Karen. Thanks for having me on. Um, I think it's a really important topic to talk about. And obviously, according to that video, you know, a lot of people are are absolutely understanding of what this women woman went through. Um, it happened to me a good few years ago now, to be honest. There was on a bus. I was traveling into Dublin City and I was on the top deck of a double-decker bus and I was all the way up the front over on the left-hand side. Um, so a man got onto the bus and he came and sat beside me. So again, just to set the scene, nobody else on the top deck of this bus and I was in on the left seat. So essentially this man came and, you know, kind of pinned me in. That's how I felt. I, I didn't know him, obviously. He was a stranger. Um, he started asking me questions. The line of questioning made me uncomfortable. Just everything about the interaction made me uncomfortable. Eventually, somebody else got up onto the top uh, level of the bus. And I was kind of looking behind because I was almost giving this other stranger help me eyes. Now, I was very young at the time. You know, this was a long time ago. I feel like if it happened to me now, I would be better equipped to deal with the situation. Mm. Um, but he eventually asked me, you know, am I making you uncomfortable? And I said, you are making me uncomfortable. Would you mind moving so I can get up? I have to get off the bus anyway. And, um, you know, he did He did say, yeah, I'll get up if, if you shake my hand. You know, and then I, I proceeded to get off the bus two stops earlier than where my actual stop was. Um, but I was, I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't know whether to make a scene yeah. or to I, I was so I was really scared you know by the time I got off the bus it was the middle of the day but I didn't say anything to the bus driver I was shaking called my parents didn't know what to do obviously I mean you're you're just so shaken from that and I think you know a lot of women in particular all it takes is one incident for the entire experience of traveling on public transport to be affected for years and it's also the unsafe experiences of friends and family that can make women more you know vigilant and can be constantly in the flight or fight mode when they're traveling and that's that's the way that I travel on public transport I'm always more aware because of this one thing that happened to me a very long time ago but I I just think that that video in particular because it's gone viral I think you'd be hard pushed to find somebody who hasn't experienced a level of this kind of harassment yeah. on public transport. And it's exhausting. Do, does it make you more reluctant to use public transport, maybe at certain times in certain situations? <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. I do not, I, I actively avoid public transport if it's after dark, you know. Like, I, I actually, I remember I read a report that was commissioned during the pandemic and it was by the Transport Infrastructure Ireland and they were looking at the experiences of women in Ireland through you know data gathering as well as actual mm. real life stories and there was something mad like 55 percent of women surveyed said that they would not be using public transport after dark and then a further 34 percent said that because of this insecurity they would actually stop going out altogether so that, i mean that's 
That was only in 2021. That's a huge percentage of women who are actually choosing to stay indoors as opposed to take public transport, which is a, a fundamental basic right of everybody who is out and about in the world. And um, so it absolutely does. It, 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 I'm either hyper aware and hyper vigilant of my route of how I can get to my car from the dart station. I'm thinking about my clothing. I'm thinking about whether or not I could run at the drop of the hat. Yeah. I'm always hyper vigilant, especially in the in the dark. Yeah. You know, I, it strikes me not too long ago we had the one year anniversary um, of Ashley Murphy's death, and we were talking yeah. an awful lot about it. And uh, you know, at the time when she died, and marking the anniversary as well about how safe women feel in the public realm and I think what a kind of an eye-opener it was for lots of people myself included about how kind of unsafe the women in our own lives felt you know in in certain situations kind of situations that I wouldn't think twice about kind of wading into and like that's a remarkable statistic that you just quoted that plays into that that 50% of of female respondents to the survey feel that public transport is out of bounds when it's dark outside Exactly. And then the fact that a further 34% choose to actually stop going out altogether because of this. But I think it's a really interesting point, though, Kieran, that you made about the feeling of safety, because whilst unsafe and, and violent incidents are thankfully not an everyday occurrence for, for women in Ireland, thankfully, but it's not about that. It's actually about the sense of safety that we feel and the fact that the burden is on us. We feel this responsibility mm. for our own safety when, when doing something that is a fundamental, basic right, like taking public transport. And that's what I think a lot of people are, are responding to this particular video about because yeah. you may not have an incident of violence. It doesn't ever have to get to violence, thankfully. I mean, this young woman in that video was clearly being harassed. It wasn't a violent interaction, but that doesn't make it any less of a harassment. So it's the sense of safety that we feel and the fact that why are we constantly on edge is the exhausting part of this. Yeah, you know? perception is reality, as the old saying goes. Holly Carpenter, the influencer, is with us as well. Holly, have you similar experiences in public transport? I do, yeah. And I actually totally agree with absolutely everything Neve has said. It's not necessarily things that you'd look at from the outside you know, even if you're on the outside of the dart or the outside of the bus looking in, it's not something you'd instantly see and go, God, something really violent or disturbing is happening in there. It can just be, um, you know, people looking at you, making inappropriate comments. And a lot of it would have been when I was younger, you know, in groups of girls going into town for the night on the dart. And there'd be lads coming on or older men. And it was almost like they were looking for young groups of girls, which is the most worrying thing, like kind of going up and down the different carriages and they just said, oh, where are you off to? And oh, give us a smile. And the thing that strikes me as the most frightening part of even that video that's circulating is how quickly it goes from banter or what they think is banter to when the woman will say, you know, can you please not talk to me? Or, you know, I don't really want to talk to you or whatever it is. And they suddenly change. And that's when it gets really nasty. Like, oh, do you think you're too good to talk to me? Oh, well, like, you know, who do you think you are? And all of that kind of thing. And it can just be really frightening. And like Neve was saying, it doesn't mean that you're just going to be shaken for that one day and maybe you won't get the public transport the next day. It actually stays with you for a lot longer. Mm. And I don't think that, that, I think a lot of men have never experienced that feeling of feeling so vulnerable that you're looking over your shoulder. You've got a tight feeling in your chest. You're texting your friends to let them know what stop you're at, when you're going to be getting off, seeing if anyone will meet you. It's not a thing that a lot of men have had to do, but there's a reason that women tell each other, text me when you're home, you know, that that kind of thing. So it's something that unfortunately a lot of us have experienced and 
it's it's not shocking. If someone told me that a group of lads were catcalling them on the bus or a man was inappropriately staring at them, I wouldn't be surprised because it actually just happens so often to women and, you know, that doesn't yeah. make it okay. It, it's interesting what you said that right at the outset, like that, you know, from the outside looking in, it might not look like anything is mm. happening or anything huge. And it strikes me whenever this comes up, you know, the response uh, uh, from, you know, be it Dublin bus or, or the NTA or, or anyone else is often to point out the amount of official complaints they receive and they're not up or not down or whatever it happens to be. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you'll have been, I'm sure, in London relatively recently. And if this campaigns on the underground about staring, don't stare at someone. If someone's staring at you, text this number to report it. It's like they've decided to consciously lower the bar that there can be this um, kind of undercurrent of, of jeopardy or threat without it being obvious to everybody. And they want to acknowledge that. Exactly. And there's another thing they call um, man spreading when men will get on the tube and they'll sit with their legs wide open, purposely taking up so much space and trying to make eye contact with women just to be, you know, intimidating and threatening. And again, that's not something that other people might pick up on straight away. But I just feel like it's, it's you know, the bare minimum that a woman should be able to get on the bus, go to work without feeling like that. You know, that's, yeah. that's not a lot to ask for. Yeah, and listen, I know inevitably we're going to get the text about, you know, not, not all men. Not all men. Yeah, yeah, they're going to come in, men. they're going to come in. You know they are. <laughs> but listen, I, I'm going to repeat what I said whenever we were, you know, those texts came in in the context of conversations about Ashley Murphy is that, yeah, of course, not all men. But at the same time, you can't defend the status quo and the status quo is that, you know, your mother, your sister, your friend or whoever it happens to be doesn't feel safe getting on the bus or going for a walk down along the canal where you walk or run whenever you feel like it uh, because of how threatened they feel. I mean, that's not a status quo we should be comfortable defending. But anyway, people will defend it. 53106, the text number if you want to get in touch. Holly, thanks a million for speaking to us. Holly Carpenter, the influencer, and Neve Mark, creative director with Journal Media. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.